Living on Earth relies on your generosity to broadcast each week. Please donate now at LOE.org. So, among your New Year's resolutions, maybe there's one that has to do with getting more exercise. Getting out on a bike, perhaps. But the dangers of bike riding in these short, dark days of winter and the problems of arriving all disheveled can put you off. Well, today we report on a new invention that could be the answer for those problems, the ELF. Made in the USA, the ELF is a revolutionary vehicle powered by you and the sun, designed to make your commute more fun, practical, and affordable than ever before. It can legally go anywhere a bike goes, and its three-wheeled stability allows for tight cornering and easy transitions from trail to street. That video is from the Kickstarter campaign launched to raise $100,000 to get the elf off, or rather I should say, on the ground. It sounded intriguing enough to send Living on Earth's Helen Palmer on the road. Organic transit that makes the elf occupies an old furniture warehouse in downtown Durham, North Carolina. In the huge showroom window is what looks like a large green egg-shaped motorcycle sidecar on top of a racing wheelchair. Now, a sun-powered tricycle sounds like the brainchild of a young alternative engineer, but its inventor hardly fits that mold. Hi, Helen. I'm Rob Cotter with Organic Transit. Rob Cotter's in his 50s, a slightly rumpled and unassuming-looking engineer with plenty of hands-on experience. Many years ago, I was working for Porsche and BMW, more on the race car side of things, and I was living in Southern California, and they were building the Gossamer Condor and the Gossamer Albatross, the oh, pedal-powered yeah. aircraft, not too far from me. So I kind of linked up with those folks. That led to a host of new possibilities. Cotter's a working inventor who's learned many skills along the way. I became vice president of land for human-powered vehicles. I built a 62-mile-an-hour tricycle about 30 years ago. And from that point on, I built lots of funky little vehicles. I learned plastic forming and composites. Uh, I put on the first solar car events, uh, races in the U.S. And um, once I realized people could go highway speeds at one horsepower, I realized how inefficient everything it is that we do. That realization and all that experience went into making this new alternative vehicle, the ELF. Not something from Lord of the Rings, but an acronym. It's actually electric, light, and fun. Light and fun, but not tiny. It's under four feet wide, it's eight feet long, and a little over five feet tall. At that height, he says, you sit in traffic at eye level with cars. The open sides and huge front windshield mean you can see, and the electric headlights and indicators mean you can be seen. You're protected by a sturdy aluminum frame that anchors the body panels front and back. There's space behind the driver to put a child seat, and it can carry up to 350 pounds of cargo. But the Elf is still a bicycle. It has pedals and there's a chain and it drives a rear wheel, but there's also solar panels and an electric motor to help uh, get it down the road. Or up the hill. Or up the hill, um, or longer distance, or carry lots of you know, cargo. Rob says the Elf gives people the choice of how much exercise to take. You can use the electric motor to help get up the hills on the way to work, so you don't arrive too sweaty, then let it sit in the sun for the solar panels to charge the battery. And it's not only the Elf's colour and its power source that are green. A lot of the materials going to this are recycled materials. As time goes on, we're going to be using more biological materials, like hemp and seagrass and things like that. But currently we're using recycled plastic. The aluminum's 45% recycled. And um, it's just a very efficient package, so efficient that it gets an equivalent of about 1,800 miles per gallon. 
But of course, it uses no gas at all, just human power, sun power, and a battery pack with a 30-mile range. It's not built for highways, though, only for local roads and bike trails, as federal regs say a bicycle can't go faster than 20 miles an hour. Cotter says if enough people who drive about 30 miles a day climbed out of their cars and into an elf, the effect on greenhouse gas emissions could be startling. Each one of these on the road takes about 28 tonnes of CO2 out of the atmosphere per year. Compared with a, an equivalent car? That's right. It mitigates the 28 tonnes. Right. So 100 of these on the road are the equivalent of a 4-megawatt wind turbine at about 20% of the cost. Ah, cost. Now, that's always one of the big questions about any new technology. The base price is $4,000, and basically that's like a wholesale pricing. But we have over 400 orders of reservations currently, just from our website. And that was before the Kickstarter campaign got underway. They reached their $100,000 funding goal in 12 days, and 40 people have actually paid for the vehicles. There's lots of buzz. Indeed, one benefit of a storefront is people walk by, see the elf in the window, and are intrigued. I grabbed a couple of window shoppers. Excuse me, what do you make of this? Well, I think it's fascinating. Um, it's kind of intriguing that you can be covered and fully protected and still just pedal your way to work or wherever. So. How about you? What do you make of it? I think it's exciting. Like, when I was a little kid, I always wondered if you could make a car, like a car for real out of bicycles. So, like, to me, this is just like the, it's like the sci-fi orgasm of the future is now. <laughs> and I would, I would love to have one. That's Tim Morris and Steve Berm. Steve's a school teacher. For now, he commutes too far on major highways to make an elf practical. But he says it could be a perfect set of wheels for his wife. And it's not only casual passers-by who see the elf and like what they see. Bill Shemides, the dean of the Nicholas School of the Environment at Duke University, envisions the elf helping green the campus. Well, I think it's such a wonderful, wonderful concept. First of all, we want people to get out and bike, and it's good for their health, and it's good for the environment. But riding a bicycle is problematic. You're out in the open, you don't have protection from the sun, and this wonderful invention, the elf, you're actually enclosed, just like a little tiny car, and you've got solar power assistance to get up the hills. I think it's a great idea. I would love to set up a thing where, for example, we had some of our students, for example, at the Nicholas School living in downtown Durham, and did the trek over to the Duke uh, campus, which is a few miles, using these little elves back and forth. What a great, great idea. Professor Shemides says students aren't the only ones who could benefit. This kind of invention could give everyone from ageing baby boomers to youngsters greater mobility, as well as helping to fight global warming. Back at Organic Transit's downtown factory, Rob Cotter explains another important feature of the ELF. We're trying to figure out basically how to do a bike factory in a box where we can... You saw how they nest together and ship and things like that that makes them very transportable and be utilised by assemble points in downtown locations by low-skilled labor. To make that possible, the ELF needs to be as modular as possible with preformed components, the frame, the electronics, and the body designed to just bolt or clip together. Rob pointed to the pile of panels along the sides of the showroom. This is one of the uh, Trilon bodies. So Trilon is a composite of acrylic and recycled ABS. Which What's is ABS? A, uh, a very conventional plastic. And this is a vacuum-formed body, so whereas those other ones, like that green one there, takes us about two days to hand-make the body, this one, they pop out every 20 minutes. They're making them all locally, along with the wiring for the battery and the electronics designed by mechanic Brian Heifel. Right now I'm basically trying to make a bunch of quick disconnects, so if your turn signal switch breaks, you just unplug it. 
what kind of training do you have to have for this? I graduated from NASCAR Technical Institute okay. and I've been a bicycle mechanic for the past so, almost 10 years. So you could do kind of like race cars, but you're doing bicycles instead? Yeah. By now, I really wanted a personal test drive in this powered trike, though I was a little apprehensive. We call the green one, it's called the green onion. It was so light when we first built it, it was translucent green. So, so how safe do you think they are if somebody runs into them? Safer than a bicycle. Well, actually, from years of uh, uh, dealing with human-powered vehicles decades ago, we realized that that aerodynamic skin was really a very safe thing. So when people crashed at 60 and 70 miles an hour, nothing happened to them. So this is kind of like riding around inside of a bicycle helmet. Let me pop this door open here. Okay. But with hands full of recorder and microphone, I wasn't sure if I could actually ride or steer the thing. I indeed, I couldn't even work out how to climb into it. So what I do, yes. kind of like getting in and out of a kayak. Right. So I take the big step. Keep your feet on the pedals, because it's much safest, safest to keep on the pedals. So, feet on the pedals and microphone stuffed inside my jacket, I was ready. Up this trap, like make a left. Yes. Go up to that bull over there. See yeah. that bull statue? Make a right after that. And I set off pedaling unsteadily into the traffic. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. I've come to a red light, so I'm stopping. Oh, yes, she's letting me go. That's amazing. Okay, I'm turning in front of the traffic. Oh, wow. This is very wonderful. Okay, it's quite a bit of, of actual pedaling, so it's not easy, but I could, of course, put the electric motor on. Maybe I'll try that. Oh, yes. Oh, my goodness. I just put the motor on, and it's great. Okay, there's nothing coming, so I can turn around here. Oh, it's easy. You get a hang of it in, like, three minutes. I'm being followed by a fire engine. Well, except for the fire truck, it was fun, but more challenging than I'd expected. And given the turn signals and the traffic, there was a lot to remember. But it's certainly easier than learning to ride a bike. And the electric power on the hills was great. It also makes a stir. People stood and watched me weave my way down Durham's main street. One of them was Vince Provenzano. I thought it was amazing. I, I obviously am uh, ecologically uh, minded. And to see something like that, it's just phenomenal. Uh, I'm just curious as to how much pedaling you have to do versus uh, how much energy is stored in the batteries? Well, I have to say that uh, from my experience of going round the block, it was harder to pedal than I expected. But when I came to the hill, I, of course, put on the little battery assist and, oh, it shot up the hill. It was great. <laughs> I think it's phenomenal. Yeah, I think it's a, a great combination of mode of transportation, which you can obviously exercise. And better yet, uh, if you need to just go off solar power, go off the solar power. And why not? It takes you outside. Over 400 people seem to agree it's a worthwhile enterprise. They supported the Kickstarter campaign and may have helped assure its future. So don't be surprised to see a solar pedal-powered trike heading down a bike path near you soon. For Living on Earth, I'm Helen Palmer in Durham, North Carolina. There are pictures of the elf and more at our website, LOE.org.